Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Here am out. I'm your host with the most, Elijah Mendez, aka Eli, aka the Prophet dot underscore on Instagram. Follow the podcast at here period. EM period out underscore on Instagram for all the live updates of the podcast. I'm here to bring you guys episode three of the pod. Ups and downs is what we would like to call it. Because for the New York sports teams right now, we're going through some ups and downs. So unfortunately, we saw the New York Yankees last night get bounced out of the playoffs by the Boston Red Sox. I'll get into that a little bit. Giants and Jets got their first win in overtime. Warding up for the New York teams and a down for the Yankees and the Mets. Um, we got plenty more as well. I'll discuss the first Supreme, Supreme breakdown. So we got sneakers that are coming out. I'll give you guys... Four recommendations for pants for the fall time. I'll discuss top five songs in the playlist. And then we'll go through the obvious week five predictions, fantasy outlook, and plenty more. But as we usually like to start off these podcasts, we like to start off with the words of wisdom. So this week's words of wisdom I have for you guys is from a man by the name of Stefan Covey. Or Kobe. The words of wisdoms are, there are three constants in life. Change, choice, principles. Those are three things that you can possibly live by. Principles being what you live your life by. What, what, are you, what, are you, what do you stand for? Choices are the choices you make. Whether to go to the left, to the right, straight. You make a decisions in life. And then change. Change has to do with you know, realizing that there's a situation that needs to change or realize that you yourself need to change and having that ability to pretty much, you know, make it more of a different outlook for yourself. So I think change kind of correlates to choices and principles because you can change your choices and change your principles. It's a little harder to change your principles because that's what you live by, but you can always uh, change your choices Um, even though us as humans try to fall into uh, a trend where, you know, we tend to, you know, be comfortable where we're, where we're at and it's up to us to make that change. If, if it's not working out, if we're not where we're at, uh, in life, mentally, physically, emotionally, economically, et cetera. And like I always say, this correlates to sports when it comes to the Yankees are they going to go by their typical Yankee principle of hey we're just going to throw money at the problem is that their choice or does that need to change same thing with the Giants you know everyone's calling for Dave Gettleman to get fired but the Giants what the, the Giants have been you know living by as a football team is that they like to stick behind uh the people that are working for them. Uh, but, you know, is time really ticking? John Mara seemed like he got pissed off two weeks ago throwing chairs at trash cans and all that. So who knows what happens with that. And the same thing could go for music as well. You know, you could have a change in music choice. You could be listening to hip-hop and rap all the time and then decide, you know what? I heard all this good stuff about R&B. Or I heard all this good stuff about Afrobeat. Let me go tune in. Let me make a change to my music that I usually listen to. Same thing for fashion as well. You live by fashion principles where you want to stick to, uh, let's say you stick to a cozy lifestyle where you're the type of person, sweats, sweatpants, you know, relaxed shoes, Crocs, foam runners, slides, whatever. And you decide, you know, I'm going to make a change. You know, I want to switch it up. Be more uh, casual, get a little button downs, some jeans, you know, um, some nice looking sneakers, maybe some Chelsea boots, you know, some switch it up from just rocking kicks and, you know, go the the way of 
loafers and and derby shoes and and boots and chuckas and all that stuff. So the words of wisdom can correlate to a lot of different things that we talk about on this show on the daily. Uh, today I am drinking water, and it is a Wednesday, so no need to be uh, sipping on a Wednesday, especially after a terrible loss yesterday. Uh, but stories will come come along as the show goes along. We're ready. Well, I'm ready, and Luna's ready too, so we're ready to present to you Chapter 3, Ups and Downs. Let's get it rolling. All right, let's start off with music because we usually start off with fashion or sports, but this time I want to start off with the music section of it. So, what I actually just uh, found out earlier today is that Stronger by Kanye actually became certified diamond. That's amazing, man. It's an iconic song, though. It's going to go down as one of the, you know, one of those songs for our generation when we're all grown up, grandparents and, you know, living in the damn, um, in a chair. Is 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 crazy, so I I I think it's amazing that you know Stronger was able to get certified diamond. That that was real shocking to me. Uh, but you know, shout out to Kanye. Like I like I talk about it all the time. The man was gonna go down as a legend, regardless of the things that have happened in the past. You know, six seven years now, uh, Kanye made his mark on the music industry with his 808s and just his sound and he deserved it that certified diamond so uh music unfortunately won't be that long of a topic this week just because it isn't music friday so there hasn't been a lot of new music yet uh there hasn't been any real crazy um music stories as of recently so i, I just wanted to um Bring up two topics. The first one being, has music collabs with sneakers outbeat basketball players collabs with sneakers? So like the LeBrons. Like when we were growing up in high school and middle school, everyone wanted a pair of LeBrons. Everybody wanted a pair of KDs. Everybody wanted a pair of Kyries and Kobe's. But nowadays, LeBron's nobody. You never really see people rocking LeBron's, KD's, for style anymore, or Kobe's. Maybe a little bit of Kobe's, but but that's more I think for the nostalgic feel, because Kobe's passing. Uh, let him let him rest in peace. But I think people want to hold on to that as a as a gem of remembrance for Kobe in his life. Um, but I think rappers collabs with. Sneakers has went up as it regards to the fashion industry than basketball players has. And I know this is a little bit of a fashion thing as well, but I, I just found it extremely interesting because if you go back um, to the days of Kanye when he, he collabed with uh, with his babesters, um, Eminem had the Jordan 4s, uh, Kanye, I mean, not Kanye, Jay-Z with his Rockefellers. Um, there were there were rapper collabs back then, but they just weren't big. But nowadays, you got the Travis Scotts, you got the Kanyes, you got the Bad Bunnies. You know, you, you got Drake coming out with some shoes soon. You know, he had his OVOs. You, those sneakers were popping, going for a lot of money. And you know, and for Travis, is just continuing on, continuing dropping. Same thing with Kanye. And it's come to the point where I think people, it, it has to go with the trend. You know, I think everyone's in this lifestyle running shoe era where there was an era for basketball shoes as the comfort for people. You would, people would be rocking basketball shoes outside, rocking it with jeans and, you know, a college shirt. And you saw someone with a pair of LeBrons on 
or a pair of Kobe's. Like you, nowadays, you see people with a pair of Yeezys, a pair of, of Travis's. You know, it's, it's not the same how it used to be. But it's, yeah, it's very interesting. I, I mean, I, I just found it crazy how really times have changed a lot and it, it really takes for you to sit down and think about it for you to actually think about these type of things. Like, wow, you're, you're thinking about us, you know, I'm 24 um, and you just think about like, you know, seven, eight years ago when people were rocking true religion jeans that we were talking about last last episode with the Supreme Collab and people were looking for their next pair of LeBrons, whether it be the South Beaches, the Miami Knights, you know, and all these other LeBron sneakers. So, you know, it was it was um it's it's crazy how times have really changed as regards to how sneakers and their collaborations work. You would think sneakers would be more of an athlete thing, but now that the music scene is starting to increase its input into the sneaker world, that you know, it's making more of a footprint slash impact on the sneaker culture. All right, so we're going to go into my top five songs in my playlist right now. So a couple of these songs I've had in my playlist a couple episodes back, but it's just songs I'm, I'm still listening to at this point. I try to switch it up for you guys just so it's not this. Um, I have too many songs that I had on the previous playlist, but uh, five songs to add to your playlist. Your Heart, Jordan Lucas, featuring J. Cole. I think J. Cole is just one of those artists that brings the best out of the artists he's collabing with. And I think for this song, that is the case. Jordan Lucas has always been a real good lyricist. Um, and then when you have two good lyricists on one song, it's going to make a banger. So Jordan Lucas featuring J. Cole, Your Heart. Good song. I've been bumping it a lot. Next one would be Too Easy, Gunna, and Future. And literally, it's too easy for Gunna at this point. Uh, for Future 2, in a case, um, this is like any song that Gunna comes out with. You know, if, you, if you're if you a fan of Gunna, you, you'll enjoy this track. Um, I think Gunna is just one of those artists that he he it is easy for him to make a good track. Uh, you know, coming from that young thug lineage. That, you know, Young Doug did the same thing where he has constant hits after hits. Same thing with Gunna, I think. And he's following the, in those footsteps. Next song, Range Brothers, which is a song that I got infamous on TikTok for top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. You guys probably been watching the TikToks from that. Um, but again, Baby Keem and K-Dot on the track. Um, they are two cousins, like I stated in the previous pod. Um, similar flows, but again, I think they kind of going back to the too easy part. I think for both of them, it's just really easy that they flow back and forth really well on this song and every song that they've had together so far. So, uh, Range Brothers, Baby Keem, K Dot, off Baby Keem's album. Uh, tune into that. Uh, next one would be Into Deep by Drake. Um, that song has had a lot of, uh, people talk about it recently. Um, just cause I think they were comparing it to too sexy. Um, and into deep, in my opinion, is the better song. Um, the beat change, the flow change is crazy. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs off the album. Uh, so definitely give it a second listen. If you probably, a lot of people probably heard through Drake's album, thought, you know, I didn't live up to expectations, but there's song songs in there that if you hear a couple of times, I think you'll start to enjoy. And Into Deep is one of those songs for sure. Uh, last song would be Fair Trade, Drake and Travis Scott. Um, at first, I think this song has grown on me every day I've listened to it. It's just one of those songs where Drake and Travis Scott kind of bring their best. And I feel like they've did that on all the songs they've had together. Um, 
it's, it's just this is one of their songs where it actually wasn't a beat change in the middle of the song and it went together really well and this was a song that drake previewed on his instagram at one point and the, the travis scott verse on it and him you know um singing together and drake for the uh the chorus at the end fire and one of the i think the best song on the album so those are my top five to add to your playlist right now. Um, again, it will be added to the Hear My playlist on Spotify. If you guys want to tune into that, all the songs that I've had on uh, episodes are on there. So uh, definitely go check that out on Spotify. Uh, but certified bangers is what I would say. All right. So let's move on. To insert J. Critch fashion, fashion. Since, you know, it was a bad thing by me to do the music collabs with sneakers first. That should have been last. But you know what? You live and you learn. And this is what this podcast is. It's all about growth. It's all about change. And you live and you learn. You get up, dust yourself off. You messed up. You go back. So, for fashion, um, soon League Fits is going to be coming back. The NBA is coming back soon, October 20th. So, we have that to look forward to, which will be great. And, you know, we had so much fun with the League Fits previously. Uh, You know, with Shy and Russell Westbrook and Frank, even though Frank's not on the Knicks no more. I should, should be looking forward to some fire um, fits. And, you know, a lot of the NBA stars fashion influence regular day fashion. So it happens all the time, which kind of leads me to the next topic for the pants for fall time. When I think a lot of um, celebrities, athletes, regular people will be wearing during the fall time in specific. And I'll also provide to you guys what brands and where where to get these pants in specific that I, I really enjoyed. Um, so first one I have on the list, Cargos. Cargos have been a trend for a little bit now. Um, it's just an easy pant to wear. Um, has a lot of pockets which benefit our men and our women, especially women because they ain't got pockets in any of their pants pretty much. Um, but Cargos is... Very comfortable, relaxing fit, and it kind of goes with the trend now, which is more relaxed and you know loose and baggy, which is what cargos provide for you. Um, they're a step above, you know, sweats, and but they're a step below uh, suit pants. They're like right in the middle. Uh, they can be dressed up or dressed down. Um, so, cargos, I would recommend Dickies cargos. Or Urban Outfitter cargos, uh, just not the ones with the jogger on the bottom. Uh, that's not really the trend anymore. Uh, the toggles is fine. You know, if you can make them loose, tighten them up a little bit, put them on the behind the shoe, that's fine. Um, but cargos would be number one, and you can, you know, cargos hoodie flannel, boom, you got to fit. Uh, cargos, uh, uh, oversized sweater you know, fitted, that's a fit, you know, so there's, there's many ways you can go with a pair of cargos. Uh, number two on the list, I have sweats. Everyone loves sweats. It's the most comfortable thing to throw on in the fall time. Um, easy. And again, it's with the athleisure type of style where you can rock them, you know, to, to run your daily errands or you can rock them on a, a, on a day trip. You know, whether you're going apple picking, like me and the family did this past weekend, or you, you're you out here um, running your daily, daily errands, going to the supermarket, doing laundry, going to the mall, whatever you got, whatever you got going on, sweats are the go-to, sweats and a pair of uh, sneakers, some J's, nowadays foam runners, Crocs, it's just easy. Um, and they don't have to be no expensive sweats. I just feel like with sweats, you can, you know, they're interchangeable. You know, you can buy a new pair of fresh sweats every year. Uh, there's no point in spending a lot of money on sweats, in my opinion. 
Um, so the two places where I said you can go grab some sweats for good reasonable price, H&M, Forever 21. Um, be on the lookout for those. There's a couple other ones. That you obviously, you can go Nike. You can go Adidas. Um, those are a little bit more pricey. And then you can even go higher. You can go Essentials with Fear of God. You can go Supreme Sweats. You can go even NBA Team Sweats. Uh, and then for the girls, you got Sheen. You got Pretty Little Things. You know, you got Fashion Nova. Plenty of options when it comes to the sweatpants. Um, third one I have, Baggy Jeans. That's the third pair of pants I got for you guys. It's this 90 grunge type of fit. Um, so, you know, keep it relaxed and loose with the pants. Uh, it's not the age of skinny jeans anymore. Uh, you know, for, for you short guys like me out there, uh, don't make it too baggy. Uh, you know, go with the, the straight or the slim straight and that should work just fine. Cause you don't want them to be too baggy and then your legs just look short. Um, that's a struggle for us short guys out there, man. But you can still rock the fit um, by not going too baggy. But, you know, for the, my taller gentleman out there, the taller woman out there, baggy jeans is just fine. Um, you know, make they're loose on the bottom, maybe put them over the shoe. Uh, gives for a solid look, especially with dunks. Um, ones, uh, Yeezys, you know, the list goes on. Uh, but baggy jeans, I, you can find them in every clothing store. I, I put down Urban. I put down Gap. I put down American Eagle. Um, there's a couple other spots as well. Uh, Zara probably has them as well. So, uh, you know, make sure they just, I would, I would try them on if you can. I know a lot of places still aren't allowing people to try stuff on, but if you can try it on so you can see how the look is, you don't want it, like I said, to be too baggy for a short people out there, or you don't want it to be, um, not baggy enough. So, uh, Definitely, if you could, try those on. Uh, last pair of pants uh, would be tailored slacks. I think this is more of when you want to dress up. Um, but you could also dress down and you could wear these with a pair of J's. Um, it doesn't have to be a collared shirt, tie, slacks. And, you know, it's not really that age anymore. You could mix and match a whole bunch of different things. And I think for the tailored slacks, look out for Zara, H&M. Um, you could even go Macy's, uh, Dickies, another place, uh, you know, to, just to get that, that feel like it doesn't have to be, it's not a loose player slacks. You can get them nice and fitted, tailored, um, and have a pair of J's on. You can have them cropped for us short guys that don't really work out for that. Um, and short women too, unless you guys are rocking heels. Um, but yeah, definitely tailored slacks are a look for the fall time. They're comfortable. They're cozy. You can throw them on now to go on a date. You know, you're going to work. You know, now you have the jogger slacks now where it's it's a drawstring instead of the button. That's way more comfortable and uh, the material is a little softer. Uh, but there's plenty of places where you can go grab those. Uh, so those are the four pairs of pants I have for the fall time. Um, also wanted to... <laughs> Tell you guys what I had on for this weekend. It was just such a busy weekend, man. Um, it started off that uh, Friday, went out for drinks with uh, Elise. We went out uh, to this bar. We had a couple drinks over there. Um, it was a pretty chillax place. It was like a, it was like a whole wedding party going on. So you had people with suits, ties, dressing dresses they had kids there it was weird because it's a bar because like what the hell are the kids doing there they're just running around making noise but it's a huge bar man um i'm trying to remember where exactly it is um for my brooklyn people out there it's right by mccarran you get off we got off on nassau and you uh walk down the corner mccarran's gonna be on your left hand side you just keep walking down this huge bar you just need to be vaccinated just like every other place that you sit inside and nowadays and uh this in in the bar there's two two actual bars in the bar so it's like you know they had one side which was packed with the people from the wedding party then you had a whole other side that was empty and the guy was you know it was just me like going up there that was maybe a couple of other people but you know he, he hooked me up with the beers got at least at least had a margarita and um yeah it was a it was a fun friday 
Um, I had thrown on the uh, metallic silver fives that I had just gotten in a trade with um, when I went to round two. Uh, I didn't got, I didn't tell you guys the story. I, I had gotten a pair off white, uh, the best of fifties, and I got uh, number thirteen, but I just didn't like the color of it. It was a uh, it was orange, but not orange. It was like uh, infrared. And then the blue wasn't really a blue, like a nice deep royal blue. It was like a purplish blue. I just, it just didn't work for me. And I was like, I'd rather sell them and get the money. Plus, you know, your boy didn't have a job uh, back then. So I was like, you know, I might as well just take the money. And maybe if I found a pair of used kicks that I liked, uh, you know, and they're in good conditions, I'll, I'll grab them. And that was the metallic silvers. I paid 200 for them. They were in great condition, just no box. I'll say they were like 8.5, not out of 10. Um, so I, I went that route. So I rocked those on Friday. I uh, had a pair of green cargos on with the uh, toggle on the bottom. Um, and then I rocked a NASCAR Dale Earnhardt jerk, uh, t-shirt that I found thrifting actually, uh, with all over race car print fire. And, um, I got this, uh, like almost like a bomber jacket, light, lightweight jacket from Zara. Um, and that's what I had on as a fit uh, for Friday. Then Saturday, we had to early day, woke up in the morning, went apple picking. I had to get up at like 7 in the morning, you know, have breakfast. Uh, Lisa's aunt came over, and we went to go pick up her mom, Shirley. Um, and then we went on the road to apple picking upstate about an hour plus uh, to the Westchester area. Shout out to my boy Max is where he's at. You tell me. Um so we went over there. Um, apple picking was great. It was, you know, I just had on, I threw on some bands, some Zara jeans, and this, uh, and a hoodie. I have a picture actually on Instagram uh, that I got from Urban. Um, and then a green Yankees fitted uh, with orange on the bottom brim. That's like one of my favorite fitteds, fire. Um, but yeah, it was, apple picking was great. Um, it was just, it was a shit ton of apples, I'll tell you that. Um, had the little pumpkin pie, got the jams, and you know, it was it was took pictures. It was a great time with family. It's good vibes. And then later that night, Don Tolliver concert was was that night. So we went out. As soon as we got back from Applebee, we went out to eat. Uh, me, Elise, her mom, her aunt. We went out to eat in in uh, Rochester um, area. I mean, not Rochester, uh, New Rock, that area. Uh, we had like this uh, taco grill spot, had a rice bowl. It was solid. Uh, I had myself a, I had a margarita, some type of a blueberry margarita, I think I did, and then drove back to the house. And now we were on a time crunch, had to shower real fast, get dressed. Luckily, we had to close out um, from yesterday, uh, from the day before. So we had the outfit picked out already. I uh, wore my Marvin the Martian 7s because I didn't mind getting those fucked up because I knew it was a concert and it was a standing concert at that. So no no reason to throw on no crazy fit. You're going to be sweating. People are going to be bumping into you and all that. So I threw on a flannel, uh, red and white flannel, almost like a candy cane color type flannel. Um, had a, I had the Supreme Raphael t-shirt. Um I think I had threw my Levi's on and I threw on the uh, Marvin the Martians uh, sevens. And it was a great time. We had a great time. Uh, Don Tolliver, they come out from nine. The content ended at 10. So he wasn't on the stage for too long. Um, but with my experience, what we learned is that you're going to stay in a concert. If you're short, it's not the greatest idea just because you have to like, you know, maneuver yourself, moving your head all over the place just to find the best view. And it's 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 a lot. You know, luckily enough, they had two screens there as well. So you can see the screens. Uh, but then you got people jumping and bumping into you. People fucking getting put up in the air by random people. It's, this guy is fucking putting a water bottle in the air, throwing water all over the place. Um this guy threw up right next to us. It, it was it was crazy, man. It was definitely a great experience hearing him sing live. Um, I, I was hyped when he was on, and so was Elise. We had a great time. Um, 
I just I think I would rather prefer sitting concerts versus standing concerts. Um, just in my opinion, just because my height, we're and Elisa's height, we're not tall unless we're able to get in the front or we're in our own VIP section. It just is not going to work out. So, um, but we had a great time. We got some merch. Uh, I got a Don Tolliver hoodie. Elise got a Don Tolliver long sleeve. Uh, Life of the Dawn comes out this Friday, which is exciting. We're looking forward to it. Um, and we were exhausted, man. We we ended up getting McDonald's by Fulton, took the train home, and I, that was the end of our day. We was we was in bed by like 11.30, just being up and out all day that Saturday. And then Sunday was football Sunday, so we had a good time. And, uh, yeah, that's that's. I just wanted to give you guys a quick sum up of what this weekend went on. I know you guys wanted to know about the Don Tolliver concert. But it was great. It was definitely an experience. I'll tell you that. It's my first time going to a concert, and I had a good time. I definitely had a good time. All right. So to move on to a different topic, speaking of sneakers, I have the sneakers that are coming out this month that caught my eye. Now, I'm probably not going to cop any of these just because I ain't got money like that. Let's be honest, man. I can't be spending all this money on uh, sneakers, your, bo- your boy got bills to pay, money to save, places to go, you know. But uh, these are just some that caught my eye. I might cop a pair of New Balance maybe sometime this month. We'll see. Uh, but besides that, um, these are these are sneakers that caught my eye that are coming out this this month. So first one would be the Clot Sakai uh, Nike LD Waffle. Uh, it's a all pretty much gray colorway of the LD Waffle. Um, you know, the Clot colorway has been, you know, it's been getting gaining a lot of popularity. It's 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 known for its like see-through material. Um uh the the you know the uh, the previous ones were like a, a yellowish red, you know, so those came out as well. I I, I was very hesitant about the clots just because, you know, it's it's the um the see-through you know, idea is, is cool and all, but I'm not a big fan of it. Um, but these are actually pretty fire. Um, I thought with the gray and I think this is trying to figure out the color. Oh, it's like an obsidian. So it's like a blue. Um, and then the, the green glow, I think is pretty fire, um, on the Sakai and, you know, these, these, the Sakai's have been popular sneaker for the past couple years. Um, and I think it's going to continue on. Uh, but definitely, uh, I, I fuck with it um, and a solid pair of shoes. Uh, next pair would be the Jordan 14 and the uh, Winterized Arceo Brown. I think then Archerio, I don't know how to describe it. Arcario, I think it is. Uh, this is, uh, it's more of a Winterized look on the 14s. I think the 14s are low-key a good-looking pair of shoes. The tongue is suspect, but I get it. It's supposed to make up like a Ferrari. Uh, but I, I like the shoe. Um, it's probably a winter size, though, so it's water resistant and it has a fleece lining to it. Uh, so it's going to keep your foot warm. This is more for the winter months or, you know, in the fall when it's a little chilly. Uh, but uh, I like the colorway for sure. So we have that. Uh, next pair would be the uh, the Dunk Nike Dunk Highs. Dunks have been so popular over the uh, last two years or so, and they're coming out with the high and the university red colorway. So kind of like the St. John's, but in the high, uh, they've did that with pretty much every colorway, um, recently with the Royals and the, um, uh, the Syracuses. So now they're doing the St. John's ones on a high. Those come out October 16th. Uh, so, you know, those are being on the lookout for those dunks are real popular. They can go, they, they match the fall aesthetic, uh, really well. Uh, next pair would be the, uh, Yeezy 700 wash orange, uh, another pair of 700s that are coming out, uh, in an all gray upper with a little of the, um, that four screen and black upper and then orange on the bottom. Solid looking, uh, pair of 700s. It matches that dad shoe type of, um, persona. Um, so definitely, I think a solid pair of shoes. And if you guys have been wanting the Wave Runners, they're definitely a uh, a secondary option that would be uh, good for the feet. Uh, next pair was the Yeezy 380 Stone Salt. 
the stone salt colorways kind of um the colorway is stone salt stone salt but to describe it it looks like more of a browner a browner upper uh brown and white um it's like more of a caramel as well but it does remind me of like a salt-ish color um, but the 380s look like a fire shoe. I just haven't been able to copy a pair. I, I'm, I've been on the edge of copying these. Um, my brother has a pair in the all black. And they look good on feet. It's just, I don't know. I haven't really pulled the trigger on a pair of those. Um, but yeah, nice color shoe. It goes with the aesthetic for fall. So definitely um, a cop for, you know, if I had all the money in the world. Hell yeah. Yeah, you know, why not? Uh, next shoe that came to mind or last shoe was the uh, the Pine Green, Pine Green Air Jordan 3s. Uh, those are coming out at the end of the month on October 30th. Uh, black, green, white, uh, you know, uh, Jordan 3. Uh, Jordan 3s are, you know, real popular. Um, I like the colorway. I think it's a fire colorway. Um, it's going to be a, a highly wanted shoe. The black and the green, it goes together with everything. Uh, so be on the lookout for those, uh, but I would definitely cop those as well. And last thing, I actually didn't mention these and the list I have, but um, the uh, Nike Air Force One Low Purple Skeletons. These came out in the orange colorway uh, last year. These are more of a Halloweenish type vibe uh, with the skeleton print on the side of the Air Force One. Purple with the um, skeleton footprints in the inner sole. That's actually pretty fire. And then a clear bottom sole um, on the bottom. And it's uh, it's glow-in-the-dark supposedly as well, uh, which is fire. It's uh, glow-in-the-dark rubber tooling. So those are the sneakers to keep a lookout for this month. Um, so definitely something I'll be looking into. Um, keeping my eye out if I run into some extra money, I win the lotto or something like that. One of those sneakers would be the ones that would be on my list, uh, to cop. Uh, so we are going to enter in the Supreme, Supreme, Supreme breakdown. The first ever on this podcast. So I just wanted to go over, you know, what Supreme is dropping for this week. Uh, just to give you guys a quick overview of it so you guys have an idea. Um, so just going over it real fast, um, they're coming out with some bicycle lights um, set for 88 bucks. I don't know who's paying 88 bucks for some bicycle lights, but they're Supreme on them, so why not? Uh, there's a Crash tee, which actually looks pretty fire on uh, a white colorway. Uh, looks like a... Um, like a, a go-kart, like crashing in with a tire and Supreme on the go-kart. It's a nice, nice tee, con tee. Uh, next one would be a rocker tee, uh, which I believe has the guy from Charlie Brown on it. Uh, I like this. It comes in black, white, navy, turquoise, light olive, and pink. Um, I can see that being a popular tee. Um, next is a Supreme crew neck. Uh, Supreme's coming out with a crew neck and a couple of different colorways, white, purple, yellow, olive, red, and black. Um, I actually like the color. I like, I actually like this crew neck here. Um, uh, it's going for $138. Definitely real interesting. Um, and then you got the typical beanies that are coming out. Um, they got the name tag beanies, Gons name tag beanies. And Supreme always comes out with beanies. You ever need a Supreme beanie, you, you can get it uh, almost every Thursday. They're coming out with a different pair of uh, beanies. Um, see, they're coming out with the, uh, uh, a quilted work jacket. It says quit your job on the back, 1-800-SUPREME with a truck on the back. It's, it's all right, but for $200, I don't know. Um coming out with some pins some eyes pins i don't know what the supreme correlation is with that but okay um next would be a celtic knot reversible windstopper fleece hooded jacket is what they're calling it um it's a lot it's a strong big pattern and it's reversible oh it's actually not bad actually for it to be reversed. yeah that's actually pretty fire I give it that with the it's white and black or it's got like a maroon, a gray, a blue and black, and a pink and green. That's actually not too bad. I give you know it's a fire. It's, it's not bad. 
Uh, next would be uh, Supreme Connected Tee, which is in like a Supreme and some red lettering on a pink tee. It comes in different colors. Um, not really a cop for me. It looks kind of basic, but it is cheap. $38. You want a Supreme Tee for you know, that? Go for it. Um, let me see. Anything? Uh, they got a dollar beanie. That's not really anything worth it. Um some and then they got the pants to match the jackets that I was just talking about, and uh, you got the six panel hats with Supreme running along the brim versus on the top, like any other hat. They got a sticker tee, which is bleh. Um, and you got a two tone sweater that's coming out as well, and a monogram denim shirt. So that's the Supreme job for this week. Um, last week I think it was crazy with the true religion collab. Um, but yeah, there's nothing crazy I would cop off this. The the reversible windstopper jacket I think is fire. Um, and then the 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 Charlie Brown tee I I really like. So those are my two that aren't specific. But let's move on to the last topic of this podcast. What's going on in the sports world, baby? So, let's get into the sad news first about New York sports. Um, So, the Yankees last night played their wild card game against the Boston Red Sox in Fenway. And the Red Sox, sadly, defeated the Yankees 6-2. The Yankees were down since the first inning. Garrett Cole only got six outs for the Yankees, got pulled in the third inning. He didn't have his best stuff. Fastball was flat. Gave up two home runs. Two run home run by Bogarts. And then a solo shot by Schwarber. And the Yankees were playing from behind since the start of the game. Their offense wasn't clicking at all. Bad base running decisions. Uh, Phil Nevin, the third base coach for the Yankees, decided to um, tell Judge to run home on e- on a... Um, on a on a uh, single off the wall by Stanton that should have been a home run in any other ballpark, but in Fenway because of that high wall, you got to hit it over the monster in order for it to be a home run. Um, so Stanton's single went, you know, past uh, Verdugo and right to Kike Hernandez. Kike Hernandez threw it to Bogarts. Bogarts threw it home. Judge was out by a mile. Stanton ended up moving to second, but instead of one out, first and third. It was two outs, runner on second, uh, and that was right after Rizzo had hit a solo shot to make it 3-1. After that happened, uh, Yankees kind of felt they were deflated by that. Uh, next thing you know, Verdugo hits a double on the on the bottom half of the inning, putting them off 4-1, and that was all she wrote pretty much. Yankees got a home run from Stan in the ninth. That didn't really mean anything. But Stan could have had himself three home runs that game and only had one. And that would have made a big difference. The Yankees probably could have won that game. But the park, um, and let's not forget the fact that after Stanton, the rest of the hitters after that, uh, I believe it was four through nine, were go- went one for 20. And that one hit was a Gio Urshela uh, pretty much light-hitted baseball, like just barely passing the catcher's mound, and Urshela beat out. For the single, everyone else struck out and just wasn't able to get anyone on base. Yankees weren't able to get any walks today, as I mean, on the game either. And the Red Sox just played like the better team. They made adjustments. The Yankees didn't. And again, the Yankees fall short of expectations and lose a lose a tough game. And they're out the playoffs now. Boston will go play Tampa in Tampa. And Yankees will be watching from home, trying to figure out what they're going to do next. What is Brian Cashman going to do next with Aaron Boone? Is Aaron Boone going to come back as coach? Or is, I mean, coach, as manager, is is he going to hire someone else? I doubt it because Boone has made the playoffs almost every year since he's been manager of the Yankees. The Yankees need to make some, you know, questions about, they, they got questions all over the field. I mean, is this power lineup really the, the solution anymore. I mean, Labor Torres had a down year. LeMay, who had a down year. 
even though he didn't play yesterday. He was dealing with uh, some hip issues. Uh, Sanchez had a down year, and Duhar didn't live up to expectation either. The Frazier, Aaron Hicks got hurt early in the season. Um, Gallo was a disappointment, only batting 199. Uh, he's either home run, walk, or strikeout for this guy. Um, so what are you going to do about that? It's just very interesting what the Yankees ultimately try to do uh, to resolve this. Who's playing shortstop? Is there Shelley, your everyday third baseman? Is Torres at second? Or are you going to put LeMahieu back? Or are you going to trade Torres? Uh, are you signing Rizzo back? Who's your first baseman? Uh, catcher is a question mark. Who's the pitchers behind Jared Cole? You know, Cole is here for like another seven years, eight years. Um, so who are you going to Are you going to bring Severino back in rotation? Um, are you going to bring, you got Tyone, you know, you got, you know, who else are you going to have after that? Are you going to bring Nasty Nestor into the rotation again? Are you going to bring Herman into it? You know, what, what are, what are you, what are you going to do as regards to the starting rotation? And the bullpen is pretty much all set. Um, are you going to keep Chapman as closer? Are you going to possibly trade Chapman, get some prospects back? Um, so, you know, let's see, let's see what happens. I know they have interest in Corey Seager. Are they going to go through the luxury tax to sign him though? Is a question that they're gonna ask, they're gonna have to ask themselves. There's a lot of questions with the Yankee team, and they definitely underwhelmed this year. Too many ups and downs, and ultimately they ended on a down. And you know they gotta wait till the winter. You know you got they gotta MLB's gotta resolve the CBA. What's going on with that? What's going on with the sticky substance mess for the pitchers? Uh, because after that, Jericho just wasn't the same pitcher he was. Uh, he found it for a little bit, but. He's still been struggling, and he struggled in this game, and he struggled practically in his last four starts. So they got to figure out what's going on with him. And the Yankees got a lot of questions that they're going to have to answer, you know, in the off seasons. But the off seasons a while from now. Um, quick World Series prediction: I'm say the Brewers and the Rays. I know the Brewers. What the hell, the Brewers? Uh, I think the Dodgers and the Giants are going to be a dogfight. They're going to go back and forth. I just think the Brewers have a solid pitching staff. And if they can, you know, keep their – if their offense can hit, I think they can make a real run at the World Series. Uh, so I got the Brewers and the Rays as the World Series with the uh, – I got the Rays winning the championship. But let's see. Um, But besides the um, baseball, let's move on to football now. The positive for sports this week, the Giants and the Jets won in overtime. Great games from both from both teams. I thought the offense looked way better for both. I'll start off with the Giants. Um, I, I you got to give a shout out to Daniel Jones, man. Uh, Daniel Jones played great in a tough environment in New Orleans. He was able to hold on and you know. Get the victory for his team. Threw for over 400 yards, two touchdowns, uh, an interception on a Hail Mary, which shouldn't really count. Barkley, you know, he broke out. He had, you know, 74 yards receiving, 52 yards rushing. Saquon starting to get his legs under him again. Um, Galladay stepped up. John Ross stepped up. You know, you got it. You know, the, the Giants offense played well, and the defense didn't play that bad. Um, you know, a couple of lucky plays with penalties on the Saints side, but uh, Bradbury, you know, he was able to catch an interception. Um, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a solid game, and the Giants needed the victory. They go from zero and three to one and three, and now this is not to say that the Giants have a shot at the division. They got a big division game this week against Dallas, um, and I'll be making my predictions shortly after this. But this was a huge morale victory for the Giants and the team, just showing that the coaching and all the hard work they're putting in through the week paid off. They played in a tough environment the first time the Saints have had fans in almost two years now. And, you know, the the Giants pulled out a victory. And you got to give them props. And, you know, let's see how they play in Dallas. But as it regards to the Jets, the Jets – um played the Tennessee Titans. Now, bear in mind, the Tennessee Titans didn't have A.J. Brown or Julio Jones, but, you know, the Jets still played a pretty good team, a team that was, you know, had expectations to be, um, 
you know, in the in the um in the playoff race and, and going, you know, extremely far in the playoffs, uh, you know, with the health with their healthy team. Um but Tannehill was sacked about seven times on Sunday. Uh, the Jets were constantly pressure him throughout the game. Zach Wilson had a pretty good game, threw for 297, two touchdowns and an, and an interception. Uh, but it was just a, sacks all over the place for the for the Jets defense. Uh, Quentin Williams had two. Quincy Williams had ten tackles and a sack. C.J. Mosley had himself a sack and ten tackles. It was just a great job by the Jets, um, and they pulled it out in overtime. Um, you know, and it was questionable play calling at the end of overtime or it was close to the end, but the Jets were able to hold on and win this game and another good morale victory for the New York team, you know, with Rob Asala getting his first win as a coach, uh, Mike LaFleur as the offensive coordinator, you know, he, he's, um, you know, he's out there and he, he did a great job play calling Zach Wilson looked way more comfortable, made some amazing throws. And this is why this guy um, was the second pick. You saw that in that game right there with his amazing throws. Dropped the, dropped the snap, and what did he do? He threw it to Corey Davis for a touchdown. He's he had some immaculate throws that that game, and uh, yeah, both both New York QBs after Week Four looked way more promising than they did in the couple weeks before that, especially Zach Wilson. So. Uh, very good for both New York teams. Us New York football fans are very satisfied with what they saw on Sunday, and they're hoping to see some of the same this Sunday coming up in a couple of days. So I wanted to get into the Week 5 predictions now for the NFL. Last week, I actually went for you guys, just so you know. I went 11-5 because I picked the Jets. Pick KC, lost with Carolina, lost with New Orleans. Pick Cleveland, lost with Detroit. Pick Buffalo, picked Indiana. Picked Washington, picked Seattle. A loss with the uh, the Rams. Picked Green Bay, picked Baltimore, picked Tampa Bay, and picked uh, the Chargers on Monday night. So, 11-5 and five, and then 10-6. and six. We're making improvements, man. We're making improvements. So, it starts off tomorrow with the Rams and Seahawks. That should be a good game. It's a big week this week. Um, so Rams and Seahawks, I think both teams are going to look for a victory. This is a division game. It's going to be a hard-fought battle. Uh, I'm going to pick Seattle in this in this case, and I think Seattle will hold on to win that game. I think Russell Wilson has himself a big game. Uh, the Rams are looking to redeem himself. It should be a back-and-forth. I think this is going to be a game that Seattle wins, uh, thirty to twenty-seven. Uh, next game, first game on Sunday, nine thirty a.m. in London, Jets at Falcons. I'm gonna pick the Jets again. Uh, I think they they'll they'll bounce off the uh, victory they had last week, and they'll be able to beat this Atlanta team. Atlanta played Washington well, and they lost by three points last week. Um, and they they gave that game up to Washington, honestly. Uh, J.D. McKissick ran into the end zone, and he won that game. But I, I think the Jets are will build off the momentum and win that. Uh, Lions at Vikings. Uh, I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna have Detroit winning their first game. They've been extremely close. Detroit of winning games last week. It wasn't so much with the loss to Chicago, but I mean the Vikings are a good team, but you know they're still missing something. Kirk Cousins is is an up and down quarterback. You got Justin Jefferson. You got Dalvin Cook. Uh, but, you know, defense is questionable as well. I think Detroit pulls it out. I'm, I'm pulling for Detroit to win this game. Uh, Saints at Washington. I, th- I got um, the Saints winning this. I think the Saints bounce back. Um, I think Washington, they, they got a lucky victory last week. Uh, their defense just hasn't played well at all. They've been underwhelming this year. And I, I honestly think they're the third best team in this division. Heineke's an all right quarterback, but he's not all that. And I think New Orleans uh, gets the win here and goes three and two. I think Kamara and Winston step up and they they go on to beat Washington. Uh, Patriots at the Texans. I, I got New England winning this. Um, I just think that Houston is not a good team. Davis Mills isn't ready to be an NFL quarterback. 
Uh, they almost pulled, Patriots almost pulled out a victory against Tampa Bay on Sunday night. Um, they were this close. Tom Brady didn't play that well that game. Um, but Mac Jones played well, and I think they'll they'll beat the Texans pretty um, well. I think 24 to 10 would be uh, the New England's win over uh, Houston. Dolphins at Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers winning this. Uh, I think the Dolphins are in flux right now. Uh, are they going to trade for Deshaun Watson? And that that's a possibility. Um, Two is still not healthy yet. Um, I think the Buccaneers is just an overwhelming offense that's just going to attack. This. I don't think the Dolphins have it on offense just yet. It's not clicking for them. I think the Bucks win this one. You know, and Tom Brady has a bounce back game. Uh, Packers at Bengals to battle of two, three, and one teams. I got Green Bay winning this in a close one. Uh, I think the Bengals have played way above expectations than than anyone anticipated. Jamar Chase has been playing well, uh, but and uh, Joe Burrow's played well. But I think the Packers um, just that defense and that uh, they'll they'll get some pressure on Joe uh, Joe Burrow and cause them to make a mistake or two. Uh, and I think uh, Aaron Rodgers will take advantage of that. Green Bay will win that game, twenty one seventeen. Broncos at Pittsburgh. So for Bron, I think at Pittsburgh, I I think I'm gonna give the edge to Pittsburgh. Um, only because I think Pittsburgh is on the down on the down. Uh, I think they need a morale victory here. Big Ben is just looks like he's on his last uh, treading legs at this point. I know the Broncos have been playing well, but you know they got again. They played. They had three wins against three teams that are on the bottom of their divisions at this point. So I, I think the Broncos, you know, uh, will lose to the Steelers. They played a good – they they got blown out by Baltimore uh, last week, and I think the Steelers will, uh, with uh, Najee Harris, will take advantage of the Broncos' run defense. And, you know, I think the Steelers will get their second win of the season. Uh, Eagles at Panthers. I got the Panthers winning this. Uh, I think Carolina, you know, they, they thought they had a shot against Dallas last week. Sam Dardo ran for like two, three touchdowns last week. And look at the new Sam Darnold when he left the Jets and he's playing way better. Um, I, I just think that Carolina, you know, they just added Stephon Gilmore too, by the way, earlier today. So their defense is going to be more formidable. He should be back approximately about week seven. But the Panthers think they have a shot at making the playoffs this year. And they're going they're going all for it. Um, and they think that with that extra wild card, why not, right? So I, I just think the Eagles team is just they're, – they're the worst team in the a- NFC East, in my opinion. I, I just think that, you know, they did – they were in a battle with the Chiefs, uh, but the Chiefs' defense just stinks. I think the Panthers' defense will shut uh, Jalen Hurts down, and I think uh, Carolina holds on to win that. Titans at Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars, man, they got so much controversy with them. Urban Meyer grinding with other girls, going out to the club after a loss – it, it doesn't look good for the head coach of uh, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence uh, played well last week, but again, I, I just think that they don't have the right coach right now. And I, I just think the Titans, after their tough loss to the Jets, and they have playoff aspirations, I think the Titans beat down on Jacksonville. Um, and they win this one like a 35-17 to 17 type of game, I can see. Um, Browns at Chargers should be a great game on CBS, uh, two, three and one teams, uh, between Cleveland and, uh, Los Angeles. I got Cleveland winning this. Um, Justin Herbert played well last week. Um, uh, he's, he's gonna, he's a great young quarterback. One of the best young quarterbacks we have right now. Um, the Browns are playing well. Their defense has been stout, shut down. Um, I think the Chargers have a lot of firepower on this offense, and the Browns have the potential, you know, can score points as well. Um, so this is going to be a battle. I think Eckler versus how Eckler does and versus how Nick Chubb does slash Kareem Hunt for the Browns will be a big um, impact on what happens in this team uh, in this game. But I got Cleveland winning this in a close one. I think Cleveland's defense is just better than the Chargers defense, and I think they'll hold the Chargers just enough to get the victory here. Uh, I'm just projecting a 24-16 to 16 win. Uh, Bears at Raiders. Um, 
I got the Raiders winning this. I, I just think that um, the Raiders are uh, they you know they they had a bad game last week, and they're gonna want to redeem themselves. Uh, I think after those comments by Joey Bosa, pretty much saying you hit. Derek Carr, you know, you, you you beat him up a little bit that, you know, he's he's going to get a little bit nervous. He's not going to play as well. Um, I think with the Bears defense, they could get some pressure on on um, Derek Carr. It's just a matter of Khalil Mack is healthy. Uh, Justin Fields is now the official new starting quarterback for the Bears. Uh, they won against Detroit last week. And Justin Fields played way better than he did the week before against the Browns. Uh, I think the Raiders are just a better team at this point. Um and I got the Raiders winning this and being 4-1 and one on the season. Uh, 49ers at Cardinals should be a great game. Um, will the Cardinals go 5-0 and oh, or will the 49ers bounce back? Uh, it should be a tough game, man. I, I, yeah, it's going to be tough. I, I'm going to have the 49ers pulling off the upset here and winning against the uh, Cardinals. I, I think the Cardinals are riding high. Don't get me wrong. But if San Francisco gets some pressure on Kyler Murray, maybe collapse the pocket, don't let him run around too much, I think San Francisco's defense is just enough to uh, hold down the Cardinals' uh, pass offense. Uh, I think Trey Lance has a breakout game for San Francisco if uh, Jimmy G don't doesn't play, which most likely he isn't. Um, and I think I think I think that uh, the 49ers will will surprise the Cardinals and beat them in a in a close uh, game that's. A low-scoring game, I would say, uh, at a 17-13 type of win for the 49ers. Giants at Cowboys. I, I think that Dallas hold, wins this game. Um, I just think Dallas's offense is clicking too much right now. They got weapons all over the place. Zeke has been playing well. Dallas Schultz has been somewhat of a surprise. Or Dalton Schultz, sorry, I said Dallas Schultz. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been a surprise. Tony Pollard has been a surprise. You know, and they're – Wide receivers are ridiculous with Lamb, Cooper, and and um, Gallup. You know, I, I don't think Gallup – I think Gallup's injured. Uh, we've seen Wilson a lot. And Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind right now, a uh, potential MVP candidate. I just think that, you know, yes, the Giants are clicking a little better as when they saw the victory last week. I think it would be – it's going to be a dogfight because division games are always like that. But I just think that, you know, Dallas's offense is going to be a little too much for the Giants, and I think they hold on to win this game uh, 35 to 24. Um, next game will be the Bills at Chiefs rematch of the AFC Championship game. Um, they're in Arrowhead. I think I'm going to pick Buffalo in this game. I, th- I think Buffalo can pull this win out. Uh, I think they want a little bit more redemption after what happened in the AFC Championship game. The Buffalo Bills have been playing ridiculously, leaving play- <laughs> scoring 40-plus points, leaving teams on zero. Um, the Chiefs haven't been exactly the regular Chiefs that have been dominating opponents. Uh, you know, they, they broke out late against the Eagles, and it was, it was a dogfight back and forth. I think with the way the Bills' offense is clicking right now, scoring 40-plus points, I think this is going to be a back and forth 42 35 type of game with the Bills holding on to win. Uh, last game on Monday night, we got the Colts at the Ravens. Um, I think the Colts' defense could give Baltimore some issues here. Um, I think I'm going to pick Indy in the upset. I think I'm going to pick Indy in the upset. Yep. I think Baltimore has, you know, they, they blew out Denver. Um, I think the Colts finally get it clicking. On offense, especially Carson Wentz, if he's able to stay healthy, I think they could pull it out the victory against uh, Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore's defense is as good as it was in the past couple years uh, with their loss on the defensive side, but I think um, he's able to pull out the victory. So let's see how I do this week as it regards to the games. Um, I will keep you guys updated as regards to that. Last thing I wanted to go over was uh, – fantasy outlook uh so right now my fantasy teams are one and three and two and two which again isn't great um i've been really i don't know what's been going on man i i I just haven't had good enough games for my top players saquon finally broke out for me um so that was great 
Um, but keep a lookout. I think Galladay had a breakout game last week. Um, I think he's getting healthy and healthier, so I expect him to do well against uh, the Dallas back end of the defense. Um, have uh, Keep a lookout for Cooper Cup against Seattle's defense. I don't think Seattle has a great back end of their defense either. Um, another player to check out. Um, I think uh, Edmonds from Arizona is going to play well against San Francisco. Uh, they're only 24th ranked against the run, actually, so watch out for that. Um, CeeDee Lamb against the Giants. I, James Bradbury hasn't played well, um, so definitely if you could start him. Um, let's see. And I think I think Brady's gonna have a bounce back game after what he what happened in New England. I think Brady will hold on to win. Um, so the waiver wire pickup for this week, I would be on the lookout for. Um, if Daniel Jones is there, I, I would grab Daniel Jones because I think he'll he'll be doing well. Um, I think Damian Williams is uh, another guy you got to add to your rosters um, with Montgomery hurt. Um, so Williams will be a big pickup. I think he'll he'll have a lot of um, carries for Chicago, and uh, keep a lookout for uh, Pittman. And I think I'm I'm I don't want to say I think Shepard will be back for the Giants, but I, I'm not too sure. Um. But he he was able he didn't practice on Wednesday, but he was able to do some side work. But those are the people I would keep a lookout on for. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have for you guys for this week. I appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, it's hump day, you know. You, you got over the hump. Thursday and Friday are coming up. Then you know it's the weekend again. More football to watch. Playoffs to watch. In MLB base uh, basketball is almost back. So keep on the lookout for that. But besides that, stay safe out there. Enjoy your weekends. Don't drink too much. And uh, I'll speak to you guys next week. Peace out.